Cheese and the Tugboat. Cheese. Conversations. Right. Is this my first, is this my first one back? Was there one where I wasn't in before this one? Uh, I don't know if we can, yeah, yeah, there was a GRP, uh, episode. Uh oh! Trouble in the ocean. Splish splash. <laughs> yeah, tugboat's gonna be overturned with the tidal wave of cheese. That was really uh, crashing into shore there, grabbing hold of the GRP to step in, fill in for an episode. I think he, uh, I think he did an okay job. He, he uh really self-flagellated himself after, if you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, he whipped himself with uh, seven tentacled whipping uh, strands. Sometimes with razor blades interwoven into the leather leather strands. Yeah, that's what I meant. Wow. The, GR- the GRP takes his podcasting very seriously. Yeah, he, he pretty much takes everything really seriously. Fireworks, uh, explosions. He's probably the most serious guy that we know. Yeah, I, I know he like laughs from time to time, uh, but that's just a cover for his overall seriousness. Just a very thick coat of seriousness. Yeah, like I actually think he does like he takes his laughing very seriously practices it at home just to make sure it's just so ah nah that wasn't right ha 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 no 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 ha 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 no 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 ha 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 there it, get it is get it together tugboat get it together get it together what was the five uh, ha's followed by two he's alright ha he 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 ha 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 this is this is making for some very entertaining podcast. <laughs> Which has like uh, Tugboat, would you say that you uh, or the GRP would would practice his laughing as a ritual? Real ritualistically laughing, probably. I mean, r- ritualistically. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty <laughs> sure he does. Hold on, hold on. Before we start talking about ritualistically doing stuff. I wanna, I wanna pick your brain for a second. Just something just came into my brain, and now I wanna see if it's in yours. Remember, like, you know, a half a year ago when we did a podcast, and oh, I remember what it was now. We were, I think we were talking about chivalry, and I wanted to see if you remember the name of the planet that we invented. Oh, uh, that's uh, Sh- Chivalra or Chivalra? <laughs> he remembers. <laughs> yep. Mind of a steel Chivalra. Oh, just like a big old Chivalra vault. That's good. <laughs> That's weird to say. Chivalra? <laughs> I don't know. Chivalveron. Um, no. Breaking into Chivalra's vault? Oh. <laughs> that sounds like a really urban movie. 
Urban. Um, well, yeah, it set us on a it set us on a dirty tangent here. Um, if, if it's a, an urban urban movie, is that considered film noir or is that too GRP? <laughs> That's pretty GRP. Um, All right. I thought you I'm were gonna sure. say if no, I lost it. Damn it, there was a good one. It was about urban, but a different meaning for the word. That's disappointing. What a disappointing thought loss that was. Speaking yeah. of thought loss, um, let's let's crash this tugboat tangent right down to the bare bones and get back to what we were speaking of. Real, real oh yeah. Ritualistically speaking. We'll talk about rituals today. All the rituals. Like, we already covered birthdays, so you can stop yelling at the phone or radio or whoever you listen to this. Some kind of radio with a crank on the front. You already did this one, you jerks. You already did birthdays. You're cheating. Double up. Double up. I never said nothing about doubles. Yeah, we're not getting a lot of topics in on the message board here. Or, I don't know how to check the message board. Or, I've never even tried to check the message board. But Yeah, yeah. yeah. In, in all fairness, this is the listener's fault. So. Yeah, I mean, in all fairness, this is the way it goes. Although we did get a nice review on iTunes, I don't know, a month ago. So, thanks to, uh, was it Porch Dick something or other? Yeah. Keep keep on trucking. Keep on trucking, man. We love it. Um, yeah. But yeah, not birthdays, uh, even though it's my birthday today. That's not true either. But uh, just other weird rituals that we wanted to uh, just talk about you know, with our mouths. Do you have any uh, any weird rituals you can think of, Cheese? Well, let's let's start with around the world, and then we'll just kind of pony it back in, uh, you know, back to us. I mean, we'll start off with a quick cramble around the globe, and then uh, walk our local streets, get the local beat. Okay, all right. Um, well, I do recall, um, and I, I mean, I really needed to fact check on this, but as you know, here at Conversations with Cheese and the Tugboat, our fact checking skills are. Uh, quite suspect uh, at the best and uh, extremely suspect at the worst. And so I didn't check any facts on this, but I do remember hearing this at some point where it was this tribe somewhere in the world, not going to say where because I don't know, and it was about coming of age. So it's like this is what happens when you hit puberty um, and you're becoming a man and they want to figure out if you're going to be like a, like a man or you're going to be like, uh, someone who's not worth, uh, you know, spending any time on. So their ritual was that, and I'd probably like around puberty, like I don't know, around 12 or 11 or something, um, that they were going to knock out all of the teen's teeth. Hmm. I'm not sure how to do it. I don't know if it's a punch to the face, if they pull them or, or oh, how it works. I hope they don't pull them. That is... That's one of those things, you know how you get kind of that little tingle, that little kind of, uh, seeing people with the old, uh, 
floss and the door trick. Um, I forget I forget what movie it was, but they tied it to the back of a car and then like held the kid in a chair and the car took off and pulled it right out of his mouth. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's like it's like a shutter. Yeah, it's like as gross as when someone breaks their leg and they keep showing it on Sportsnet and it shows like the bone coming through the leg. No. Yeah, it's almost like you're you're on your inside. They just know, okay, this is something I definitely don't want happening to me. So I'm gonna give you this little jolt of weird uncomfortableness to let you know that this is something that you don't want to do. I just want to let you know that you shouldn't like this because it's gross. No, whatever that just did, avoid that at all costs. <laughs> yeah, the teeth pulling one that gets me, but I, I'm. What I'm picturing is a small, delicate hammer made of ivory. Yeah, that could, no, that's, that's, that's fair. I mean, maybe in some of like the upper-scale tribes, they might have some ivory, and the lower ones probably just some rocks. Well, it's probably, it. probably like the chief's, the chief's son get, gets his teeth knocked out with ivory, and then like the common people's kids just get like a wooden bat in the face, like a full swing. Yeah, yeah, and and then they all make fun of the kid. Is it, well, of course, of course, his cheeks grew back. You got, you know, they got knocked out by ivory. I mean, it's just like it's pretty much guaranteed they're gonna come back. Like, geez, I had my teeth knocked out with ivory. I mean, you best believe they're coming back. Yeah, the weird part about that is they're taking advantage of what is, you know, pretty much a common occurrence for all adolescents. Yeah. So, so basically, like, how it works is that happens, you knock out all their teeth, and then if your teeth grow back, then that means you're going to be a prosperous man. And guess how they're rewarded, Tugboat? Um, I don't know, some kind of penis piercing. Uh, close, <laughs> but probably, probably worse. I mean, probably some people at home are like, okay, they're probably going to get, like, star on their stomach, like the star bellied sneeches, uh, but you're wrong. Um, they actually get branded on their faces, so you take like this really hot rod uh, with a design on it, <laughs> and probably a design not of their choice, like this isn't like you get to pick a super sweet, like your own brand, um, like for me, for cheese, like I wouldn't get like a, a, a Swiss cheese symbol branded on my face this is of their choosing and they just yeah they, they singe your face and then that's how you know you're a man so there's like the singed face guys and then the non-singed face and then the ladies are going to be like what you don't have any singes like you don't have like face burns well but you're out of the picture sorry bub i feel like two thoughts come to mind one couldn't you just counterfeit a singe on your face, like disappear for a few days and come back like, oh, no, no, I was over at uh, Henry's tribe and uh, uh, my time came and they did the ritual and, uh, no, I'm a man. It's cool. It's cool. Um, you're, on that first thought, you're forgetting one thing. Did your teeth grow back? Right, right. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Pretty, pretty foolproof little system they have there. The other thought that I have is... What happens if you're, like, an early... Well, you said 12, which I'm hoping is wrong, because most kids' teeth fall out significantly earlier, I feel. 
but oh i thought they were just knocking out the baby teeth and then like the adult teeth come in they're like oh yeah his teeth regrew and i was gonna no, say no, growing your adult teeth and then they're like nope knocking those out so but when you say knocking them out you're just saying bust them off like you're not removing the root or anything you're literally just breaking the teeth and then assuming that they're going to grow back which i'm not a dentist uh notice how i didn't say doctor there whoa dds joke but uh yeah i don't think teeth grow back i thought you were kind of set with whatever you got uh well, I, I will say and i said it before uh my fact checking skills here are suspect but um that that might be that might very well be true that is concerning. Uh, yeah, that is horribly concerning for me. Yeah. What a sad that thing. That was my second thought. That uh, Maybe it was somebody whose baby teeth fell out early all of a sudden, then they're dealing in an adult teeth situation. But if that's the way it is across the entire board, then I mean, yikes. Gross. Yeah, I know. All I'm picturing right now is a children's book about this. Um, <laughs> like an everybody poops type of book, but talking about how, you know, you get your teeth knocked out, but it's okay because they'll regrow. Maybe. Yeah, like, like young teenaged angst, like a guy super worried that his teeth aren't going to grow back, um, and then maybe that his teeth really don't grow back, but then he has other skills that allow him to be different. And it shows, like, oh, you don't have to have your teeth grow back to be able to be functioning in society. Um, that kind of thing. I don't know. Oh, I was picturing, like, a little kid's book, and you're talking more like a babysitter's club style of book. Yeah, like a preteen. Oh, okay. A, like yeah. a, a tween. Tweens, yeah. Well, that's a big market. How, how many vampires would be in this book, then, about teeth knocking out? Some to a few, you know. Um, probably an iota of vampires, but. Oh, yeah. that's a good. That's the about the right amount, I think, is to have an iota. Yeah. Like a smidge is probably just too little. An iota, that's kind of the sweet spot, and then like a buttload, that's you're just you're being dumb at that point. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 way too many vampires uh, by today's standards. Um, so that's the ritual that I thought of, and I, and I just, it came to my mind just because I do find those coming-of-age rituals very interesting, just largely because we, that, that's kind of gone out of our culture. I think we discussed this in one of our conversations earlier, but there really isn't many rituals for teens nowadays to, like, get on that, that extra responsibility and, and feeling like they're now getting closer to being a grown-up uh, as opposed to a kid, so, which I think probably the ritual now is, like, Yeah, I was going to say, we've talked about this in some of the original ones, but I was going to say there's a few, they're not really rituals, but kind of rites of passage more, um, like getting your driver's license and paying rent and learning to shave if you're a dude and learning to shave if you're a lady and that's your thing. But um, yeah. no, another coming of age ritual that thankfully is, has fallen out of practice, um, 
it's kind of a certain age you get to uh the one where you die um used to be a used to be a thing where when you die your loved ones dress you up in your finest suit and uh do you all up with pretty makeup hours after your death and then they uh gather around the hearth if you would the fireplace the hearth uh and they take some family photos of you as a dead person uh photos i saw online of this were especially disturbing when there was the victim or no, i don't I guess they're not really a victim they're just the dead person uh was a child uh particularly like one and two year olds and they just kind of you know that familiar pose that they always put kids in where it's like you know, there's a little bit of kind of a back of a chair, but not really. And then it's just covered with like a rug, like a little mountainscape. And they just kind of lean the kid up against the little backboard thing and take the pictures. Yeah, yeah you got that yeah. with a little kid in like a white dress, uh, eyes wide open, dead as hell. And the parents around. And this is the part that particularly disturbed me is the parents are smiling like it's an actual family photo. That is, wow, that, that, like, honestly, it's funny because you, you mentioned that because that was, you know, you had two thoughts earlier. I had two thoughts, and that was my second thought was, was, are they happy or are they like forlorn or what's the? Well, I mean, we'd have to dig a little deeper on the circumstances of the child's birth and whatnot, but uh, I would assume that they would be pretty distraught that their, you know, child is dead. Yeah. But yeah, they would make it, like they just took this photo and then the infant died just instantly after. Yeah, and then like it's not just exclusively for kids. There's like adults and grandparents and whatnot. Yeah, like it's like a family gathering. Yeah, just a fun time for everyone. I'd rather see it where the photo has to be burned and then the, that releases the spirit or destroyed in some way. Okay. Yeah, that'd be a neat one. Yeah. I don't know. That's like a 50-50, right? That's like either the spirit's going to be released or it's just going to be completely burned and destroyed. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's... Kill the child. You went dark on it. You went dark. Hashtag grandma's dead. Yeah, Mima passed. Um, so baby throwing. <laughs> well, there's an easy transition. Nice segue to most smooth as sandpaper. 
our listeners are their their minds are going in several directions right now. Um, but I want to assure you that uh, with this story, that the only way that the babies are going is off of a tower. Off of a what? A tower. Oh. I heard tap. A tower. Oh, good God. Uh, so. Can you elaborate, tugboat, so I don't look like an idiot here? Uh, no, but uh, I will just to help. The looks like, I think it's in India again. Fact checking, not our strong suit. But uh, it looks like they're throwing babies off a 50-foot tower with men positioned beneath to catch the babies on sheets. Uh, it's a 700-year-old ceremony, and it's supposed to be lucky for the child to make them healthier and make them more intelligent. Not well, well, yeah. sure that's the case. This is like, like you know those trust balls that they do on, like, empowerment retreats and things like that. Yeah. That's essentially what it is, except that the child is at an age where they have no capacity to be like, like any choice involved. Like it sounds like they just, the adults just grab the baby and are like, okay, we need to do this. And then they just toss it off and then, and then they catch it in the sheet. I feel like the only adults that are doing that are the ones that didn't get tossed off of there because they are not more intelligent like the ritual is supposed to make them. <laughs> I guess if they didn't get caught, though, they probably wouldn't survive till adulthood off a 50-foot yeah. fall for a child. Would you think that it would go along the same lines as, oh, like my mom smoked when, I, when she was pregnant with me and I turned out okay. Would you think they have those similar expressions about this baby tossing? Yeah, and if someone came to me and said that, I'd say, uh, did you? Did you turn out okay? And then they'd start down this big, like, shame spiral of self-doubt. Hey, didn't you, like, lose your job for, like, beating the crap out of your boss or something? Didn't you get fired for sexually harassing the sexual harassment seminar instructor? Didn't you have, like, a sudden onset of at the age of 20. <laughs> That's a terrible thing to happen. <laughs> um, Harry Bradshaw on TV is talking about shingles. He's like, I've been hit in football before, but nothing hit me as hard as these shingles. <laughs> Who is the... Uh, oh, it was an old Montreal Canadiens guy. Guy, not Guy Lafleur, but one of them anyway. He's he's a shingler too now. He's talking about shingles. I don't know. Can't, uh, no, not not the rocket or the pocket rocket. I'm pretty sure they're both dead. Um, I don't know. One of them, anyways. One of our uh, Habs fans. No, like I'm talking in the glory years, not that fluke once in a lifetime win from 1993. Patrick, We can't talk about what happened then because. If Wayne hadn't high stick Dougie, they would have been the Leafs as champions. We all know this. Facts. Classic Leaf fan diatribe. Yeah. Again, our facts checking is not <laughs> ideal. <laughs> or, or existent. Um, <laughs> here's, here's another one for you, Cheese. Um, 
and I'll let you get into it since you you showed it to me first. But Sky Burials. Oh jeez. Like we all know, you know, the tugboat is very familiar with getting buried at sea, um, as a con yeah. as a concept, not actually happening to him because obviously not dead. But uh, Sky Burials, that's a new one. That was a new one for me. Yeah, yeah, I mean, for all our listeners, our, our child listeners at home, children, uh, this has nothing to do with Skylanders, so curb your excitement, this is way worse. Or Skyrim. Uh, pardon? Or Skyrim. Or Skyrim? No, no, mine was way more current. You are you were behind the time. I, I'm like two years behind. Or way behind with, with the kids, what's with it? Tugboat. All tugboat. Totes. Um... talking more like more like carrion seeking birds like vultures and raccoons because they're in the tibetan mountains oh yeah um, like if you you did this in canada like i mean you're getting eaten by a raccoon for sure no question and, no a, and question. crows and crows don't forget crows oh yeah yeah here's a here's they, one part that you didn't uh you didn't mention is that you're not just thrown out there as a corpse. Usually they dissect you up into smaller pieces and then kind of just, you know, Johnny Appleseed you across the mountain. You get strewn across the, uh, the mountainside. Yeah. I like your reference better. That was way better. There is a disgusting photo. I'm looking at it too, uh, where it's just a dead guy and there's a rope around his neck to keep his whole body from being dragged away. Yeah, there's just a couple of people with knives just cutting pieces off of his feet. What? That's well, that's nice. That's polite that they they tie him together so his whole body doesn't get dragged off. Yeah, except it looks like something did try and drag him off, and his head is close to popping off. It's pretty graphic and disturbing, and I was not warned about this. Yeah, yeah, that needs to be taken off the internet. Uh, Listeners, if you've already searched this on the internet, just just stop. You don't need to see this. Tugboat's been scarred. For life. For life. Every day. Every day. Every day. Um, so that's that's one for death. I mean, I, I guess if you had an option, tugboat, uh, cremation, 
Sky Burial. Or, let's see, what's another one? Buried. What would you go? Which Land one? Burial. Wait, which one do I have to bang and which one do I have to marry? Obviously, Viking funeral number one, without question. Um, I would say cremation, ground, and then sky as the last option that I would like. Okay. I would probably go uh, claymation. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That was not an option. found that dick picture you were talking about that is really weird well that's another segue so let's talk about uh, dick rituals do you have a dick ritual that you want to talk about You're selling it short. It is way. It's like a two meter by like eight feet around dick. Yeah. I tried to look up for fun city and it came out fun city. What's the word that they use? Oh, I don't know. Oh, sorry. Oh well. So you're okay. I guess I'm selling this short. Uh, and, and you think it's quite a triumphant phallus. I think also, I, I think we're missing the obvious one of the, uh, in the Jewish religion of the snips. A little, uh, snip, that's kind of I a, it's kind of a weird maneuver to, you know, cut off the foreskin of the penis, just snip that off. I don't know, uh, from what I've heard, it keeps things clean. Yeah, um, but I mean, it started as a religious thing and then, you know, there's possibly health benefits from it as well, but. Yeah, it's odd. Yeah, see, like, I guess on my end of the things, I think it's it's a lot like the hoodie. Um, I don't always wear the hood, but it's a nice option. Well, I think, for me, I'm thinking back to, like, the first time that it ever happened. And, uh, you know, was it Abraham or something? Again, no fact-checking involved. Um, was like, all right, well... God said that he wants me to cut the tip of my kid's dick off, so I'm going to go ahead and do that. It's kind of a weird, 
weird it's idea. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Which I, of course, cannot do. Wow, this sky uh, burial comes up a lot. <laughs> it was just like uh, I done to the Lord, and He doth proclaimed that thine child's uh, cat shall be snippet. Snippest off of the shaft. The shaftest? Yes. Um, no, no. They would they would definitely say phallus. Uh, that's true. They love uh, that word. Yeah. If it were untrue, would they consider that a fallacy? <laughs> oh! If someone said, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm fully circumcised, and then... Uh, you know, that person drops their drawers, drops trow, as they say. And then, uh, yeah, fallacy. Your claim of being circumcised was an absolute fallacy. You sound like a 1980s lawyer. <laughs> I wish that I was. I wish that I grew up in the 70s and became a lawyer in the 80s. <laughs> you came of age in the 70s and then became a lawyer. <laughs> here's a here's a fun one for you totally uh changing changing gears here so i i looked up uh <laughs> overruled uh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's true imagine if you weren't good at lawyering you're not good at lawyering and someone says uh, objection your honor overruled ah shit <laughs> um like Maverick from Top Gun or like Sarah Palin Maverick? No, definitely Tom Cruise from <laughs> Top Gun. Okay. Um, here's a, ch a strange one. People living in the Arctic region of North America and East Siberia have strange practices in common. Um, and they, they say the word Eskimo here. I'm not sure if we're allowed to call them Eskimos anymore, but that's why we mark it explicit. Um, Eskimo. Maybe believe that. So they... They exchange wives for certain periods of time to confuse evil spirits that might be trying to get at them. Well, uh, they do that in America. They do that on TV. It's called Wife Swap. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure they're just trying to confuse the public and get ratings and not confuse evil spirits. But this, you'll like this. Also... No, honestly, I bet you the spirits are just, like, entertained by this stuff. Like, they're like... Actually, Cheese, they believe that by exchanging wives, they can change the individual's identity and confuse the evil spirits during a catastrophe. Also, fun... That is a, man, a man-made <laughs> ritual right there. No question. You'll like, you'll like the follow-up, too, then. Also, fun fact, Siberian Eskimos believe that contact with a menstruating woman may be contaminating and... It could cause a man to drown at sea. Starting to lose a little credibility on that one. Um. So wait, wait. So like, are they at sea with their women, and that has immediate effects, or is it? Nope. You'll get contaminated on land. Yep. And then that will 
ability to say float or uh, survive. Or no, it'll just it'll sink you. It'll sink your ship. As soon as it, if you come in contact with a menstruating woman, the next time you get out on the open sea, boom, dead. Okay. So well, I mean. I'm just thinking of the guy that, like, his ship crashes at sea, and then he's, like, you know, going down, sinking, and he's like, No! She told me she wasn't menstruating! <laughs> like, he was going back in his thought pattern, and he's like, What could have caused this to happen? Oh, I assume they blame all shipwrecks on menstruating women in that part of the world. Yeah, I had breakfast, so it's not that. <laughs> She must have been menstruating that woman I made out with at the party. Wait, 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 did you did you swap your wife to the confuse the spirits? She, ah, no, I forgot. God, she told me she didn't want to do it because she was a lady. Cause uh he didn't that's that's how he didn't know. You went to finish that sentence and you just did not. <laughs> no, that was that was the point I wanted to make. think that's a little it's not isolated to the 70s my friend if you ever drive around and you see a garage door halfway up that's an invitation from swingers what is it all the way up? uh it means somebody's just terrible at operating garage doors i assume it just gets stuck Halfway up. No one just like, you know, just swinging on by. And it's just like, oh, this guy likes the party. No, 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 no. You just go, you just knock on the door with your wife and be like, hey, so you guys ready to party tonight? You partying tonight? You guys cool? Was it old school when he got like, so is this the house for the gangbang? Yeah. I'm here for the gangbang. That was actually director Todd Phillips, who cameos like that in all of his movies. You'll remember him from The Hangover as the guy that was on his knees. Um, uh, how do I say this delicately? Um, performing cunnilingus on a woman in an elevator. And oh, yeah, yeah. they try to go in, and he just turns around and he's like, hey. Um. That was also the director, Todd Phillips. And okay. I, I think he was in the second one, too. Yeah, usually every movie he directs, he puts himself in into some like incredibly embarrassing uh, or mortifying situation. Yeah, which usually in, involves like doors or like walking into a situation or walking out of a situation kind of thing. Uh, I'm here for the gangbang. <laughs> 
Um, what else did we have for rituals? Those are the ones that um, keep coming up over and over again on every weird ritual site that we have on the internet today. Yeah. Pray tell. Yeah. What is it? No, I'm saying those are the ones that we have. I don't have any other ones. Oh, I thought you were like, oh, this one comes up all the time, and then you were going to say something. No, 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 no. No, the, the ones that we've talked about are the ones that keep coming up. There is another, uh, it's not a ritual, but I want to I want to talk about it because it scares the hell out of me. Um, it was while I was looking at some stuff for this and uh, some other stuff. There was a thing that came up and it was talking about the, I think it was the 10 or the 7, most, you know those clickbait things? Seven w- most creepy Wikipedia pages. Um, oh, yeah, I'm don't. I'm bringing it up. Don't. I'm doing it. Don't. Don't. Turn off the podcast right now, everyone. If you're squeamish, turn it off right now. Count to like four minutes and then turn it back on because that's how long this is going to take. Uh, ready? Did you turn it off? Last chance. Okay. The Wikipedia page is for black-eyed children. Now you're thinking, oh, yeah. What are you talking about, Tugboat? Well, apparently, the legend. You cheese. Do you wanna? Do you need to hear this, or are you too scared? No, I just wanna like point out before uh, you know you get into it. I just wanna say that when you start to put in black eyed to find this on the internet, the top three are black eyed peas, black eyed Susans, well, okay, and then black eyed children. So the first two, yeah. pretty innocuous, actually pretty enjoyable. The third one, horrifying. Yeah. I love Black Eyed Susans. They are a pretty flower. They are. So don't venture onto the the third of the options. The third is not the charm this time. Oh, oh, jeez. Okay, I've got a couple images, and I have already turned it off. I'm not Uh, even looking it up. I'm just going off what I saw in this video. There's no way I'm ever going to that page. Uh Uh-uh. Basically, Black Eyed Children are children that show up to your house around dusk, kind of just into the darkness, and they'll generally knock on a door or a window, and when you open it, they'll ask to come in and ask to use your phone or say that they're lost. And, you know, there is an overall threatening kind of feeling or air to their whole presence, so you usually do it. And then once they're in the house, you know, nobody knows what will happen oftentimes they'll just leave um you know some people say they just leave and then other people uh just freak out and leave themselves and leave the kids in their house but their eyes are completely black and they usually appear as innocent children like kind of you know i don't want to say all american or anything but uh you know salt of the earth type of looking kids like the neighbor next door but uh, totally blacked out eyes and like super creepy, and apparently they have they've had some strange movements as well. But uh, yeah, yeah, just okay, I have give... several thoughts coming. Yep. So their eyes are normal to begin with. No, their eyes are completely black. 
So when I first saw it, I thought, oh, maybe they just have some kind of corneal uh, pigment disorder where it makes their corneas black. Not the case. Not the case at all. All black. One tone. This isn't just like eyeliner or mascara. No, this is their whole eyeball is like replaced with a black marble of death. Okay, so then people let these children into their homes? It's threatening. You have to. I wondered, like, there was no, I didn't read the page, nor will I, um, but there was no kind of, like, what happens if you just slam the door in their face? Because that's probably what's going to happen if a kid with black eyes shows up at my door or window. I am going to close that, lock it, grab some kind of religious thing, and just start, like, rocking in the corner, being like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, I Yeah, the outwardly, but the overall feeling you're supposedly supposed to get from them is threatening or like oppressive. No, no, no. So, so like, basically, if I see like all black eyes, I'm not gonna go, "Oh, that is a nice all-American child." Well, I'm talking outside of the devil eyes. The rest of it, like, you know, you picture like a little, I don't know what kids wear, polka dot friggin' dress. blue jeans and a red button-up shirt who knows isn't that how you drew every male person in your childhood tugboat yes always with blue pants and a red shirt and black shoes always yes he liked his blue pants and uh red red shirt uh that's interesting because big t wore a red shirt to work every day as part of his uniform huh but he wore gray pants, so I guess that poo-poos your whole theory. Yeah, but they probably don't have gray that often in a color set. Like, you have to have a nice, like, 50-pack of pencil crayons to get the gray. Dude, I had, like, a 200-pack of pencil crayons, and I sharpened every one of them. Yeah, well, you can use those to gouge out the eyes of these children. Yeah. Oh, but- no one- <laughs> Someone's just just sliding through, and they're like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, that would be unfortunate. Well, no one go to that page. I will never go to that page. Screw your tugboat for bringing it up. But yep. Yeah, creepy. They're not getting in my house. I bet you GRP goes to it. I bet you he's the guy that goes to it. Oh man, I'm, I don't want to talk about this anymore. Let's get on to rituals. Tugboat, you have any rituals? Um, well, I wouldn't even call that a ritual. That's more of a hobby, but, um, I used to have a small figurine of a kind of like a wizard that I kept. I thought it was lucky, but, uh, I lost it along the way. So yeah, no, I don't, uh, I I feel like I have, I've had short term rituals where I kept the same toonie in my pocket and made sure it went into my pocket every morning before I left the house. My lucky toonie. Yeah. Um, I have a coin from my great great. I don't know how many greats are in there. It's like one or two generations. 
um, grandfather, his lucky penny. Somehow I have it now. Uh, I have a great grandfather's watch. I don't know. Those are more not really ritualistic. I just have their stuff. Yeah, more keepsakey. Um, it would probably become like more of like a ritual if it were to be continued to pass on, pass down in generations, sort of thing. Yeah, I, I suppose. Um, I still think it's more keepsakeish, but um, no, I don't really have any like superstitions or rituals that I do. Uh, you know, a lot of my habitual behavior is just born out of efficiency more than anything else. I would say. Um, um, oh, wait, no, I got one. I got a good one for you. The third last step of the stairs at my parents' house, I used to skip every single time. Yeah. yeah. Want to know why? Want to know why? Because it creaked when you stepped like on it. So you couldn't, like, what? get up and down the stairs without being heard if you stepped on the third step because it creaks. Yeah, that's about it, though. What about what about cheese? What what superstitions and rituals does cheese follow? Well, first of all, I bet everyone at home is asking this question because it's a question that I ask, and I assume that what I ask myself, everyone asks themselves because that's how I roll. Um, routines versus rituals. So, what makes it a ritual versus Ooh. a routine? I would say that I have several routines, but I don't know if I have any rituals. So this uh, uh, poorly fact-checking, as we've established earlier, um, routines, minimal engagement, rituals. Actually, I'm going to say this in Aziz Ansari's voice to make it entertaining for the viewers at home. And by viewers, I mean... If you would. What's the difference between rituals and routines? Routines. Minimal engagement, tedious and meaningless, externally motivated, life is a duty, dull awareness, disconnected series of events, little sense of belonging, focus only on completion of tasks. That's routines, Rit rituals, full engagement, symbolic and meaningful, internally motivated, life is a celebration, right awareness, tells a story, sense of belonging, focus on performance of tasks. Focus on the performance of tasks, Jumbo. So, let me get this straight, Aziz. Which one would you classify jerking off as? I don't know. <laughs> I guess if I was talking about myself, that would be full engagement. Yeah, so it'd be a ritual. So I guess every guy's got a ritual then. Are you saying, Tugboat, that jerking off could be a spiritual experience? I don't see how it isn't. Oh! <laughs> yeah, that's a real noodle scratcher right there. It's actually really funny. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I, don't think, I don't think anybody has ever had a tedious jerk off. Yeah, where you're doing it and you're just like, Oh, well, it's 530 I'm going to have to jerk off now. Okay. All right. Oh, God, I wish this was just over. This is the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Although it's possible. Oh, yeah. There you go. Focus only on completion of tasks, not on 
uh, all we focus on the performance, whether it's uh, duration or, um, you know, like beating your time or um, beating time. Anyways, uh, you know what I mean. I was hoping you would go there. yourself or having two glasses sing to you or are you just listening to something no this is a thing that i have on my uh my on the internet on my iphone that i have kind of like bookmarked and uh, i would say that anything bookmarked is essentially a ritual but anyways uh yeah i listen to it before but it's called claire de lune oh yeah and it's a nice little piano sonata i'm familiar and, uh, yeah, I listen to that when I go to bed, and since I work a lot of, like, overnights and have some weird uh, sleeping patterns, it's something that's just, like, a cue. Like, it just, like, boom, sleep. Yeah, that's, for me, that's uh, any podcast from uh, Stuff You Missed in History Class. As soon as those two ladies start to speak, boom, I'm out. If, no. I'm, if I'm lying down, if I'm on a train, I sometimes just get nervous, but... Well, who was the artist that did the song Lullaby like 10 years ago? Yeah. say that could be our white goodman for this episode <laughs> well let's all thank the internet for instant access to information see that that is a fact check everyone that's how long it takes to check facts and we don't we do don't it do that. not at we all <laughs> oh well like the guy doing the editing can figure that out yep we'll throw that out to the editor well cheese we're uh, we're Clipping along to 55 minutes here, we should probably think about starting to uh, get the ribbon out, start to cut it to the right length, wrap this thing up with a tidy bow. All right, that sounds uh, wrapped and bows. Uh, so we'll do that. And just so you know, we're not maybe fully done the rituals episode. I don't know. We oh, maybe. Talk about the next podcast. Um, so tune in and uh, feel free to uh, check out the tugboat.ca. 
Yeah, get your face right into it. There's not, you know what? Pretty bad on the tugboats uh, part here. Not a lot of updates over the last week. Pretty much since a certain ritual happened. Yeah, I was gonna say. I was gonna say since you've taken a lover, now your time has been. Uh, well, that's not not the ritual I was alluding to. More the one you were teasing at earlier. Jerking off. That's the one. I discovered it. Can't get enough. Yeah, share it out to the world. We love it. Get it together. Conversations with Cheese and the Tugboat. Get it together.